1: And west des moines
0: from the jethro's barbecue studios where wednesday is mug day with seven dollars cousin cocktails this is des moines sports station 106.3 kxno for
2: 75 years ncmic has been doing the right thing for its customers
0: employees and the community now here's miller and condon <laughs>
2: Two Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 and KXNO. Wade Lookingbill coming up toward the bottom of the hour. He will join us, Opine we'll on Mac McCaughan and his memories, our memories rather. Uh, and uh, talk about this Hawks team that gets uh, set to get back into action tomorrow night. So Shelby Master Bracketologist has them as a 10 seed here this morning. But off to go to Chicago. He is David Kaplan, who threw cold water on Cubs fans when they were <laughs> uh, they're fantasizing about one of their own coming back. Rizzo, there's a chance. Cappy says, no shot. Cappy, you're mean. How are you?
0: I'm good. Good morning to you guys. Look as long as you've known me, I am always just about being honest (laughs) and it may ruffle feathers. I've had players come through and not be happy with me. I've had world series winning managers, not be happy with me. My responsibility when I got in this business was to the people on the other end of the microphone that I'm talking into or the cell phone I'm recording on. That is you, the viewer or listener. And I love Anthony Rizzo. You know that. I've had a great relationship with him. I did his radio show for, what, five, six seasons in a row. I've uh-huh. done MC'd all his charity events. He turned down five years, $70 million. So why do people think he's going to come back hat in hand and go, please let me have your two-year deal? No chance. Uh, so,
2: uh, who is it? Bruce, is it, how, how do you say his last name? Levine, Levine? Who's, who's Bruce the, Levine.
0: He's a great guy. Bruce Levine is an awesome guy.
2: But, Cap, he's dying on that hill. I mean, he
0: still believes that there's a chance Rizzo's
2: coming back. Is there any chance you're wrong,
0: Cap? Well, I guess you could always say someone could be wrong. I don't see it. I'll be Look, I'll be the first guy to go on my recap or my Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or radio or TV or any other platform that I'm on and go, Hey, good for the Cubs and good for the Cubs fan base. They got Rizzo. I don't believe that's gonna happen.
1: Well, in order for it to happen, we get a need to get a labor deal. Yeah. Where are we, <laughs> what are you hearing inside the walls on both sides, certainly continues to appear very contentious.
0: Yeah, I don't hear it's in a good place. Oh, I hear it's actually in a bad place yes. and that both sides are mad at each other and there's no trust and this thing could fester a while, which is beyond disappointing as a baseball fan. Like, I'm sitting at my desk here at TV right now, and I can't tell you how many. I've been here 14 years. So I look at these monitors hanging here, and in the spring, we have a live feed from Camelback Ranch, where the White Sox are, and from uh, first it was Fitch Park over to ho Cam, and then now it's Sloan Park, where the Cubs are. And I would look there and go, look at them working out in that sunshine. And i go outside, and it's nine below. And that's all being taken away from us. I don't think that they're remotely close. I talked to an agent over the weekend who's a good friend. I said, what do you really think? He said, I told my clients, I'll see you in June. So I don't think it goes that long. I can't believe it goes that long. But they're supposed to report this weekend for pitchers and catchers. That ain't happening.
2: Yeah. So, so did you? Because you're at spring training every year. I mean, if you even make, is there a, a chalkboard somewhere that has plans on it that will are you erase and change
0: the date? Are you even, are you even entertaining uh, an Arizona trip? Well, we were going. I was going to do the morning show with Jonathan Hood and then do my TV stuff from there. And now all those plans have been scrapped. Now, again, if. This thing is over next week, we're surprised, and we go, hey, we got baseball back. Then it's back on. But if we go another month and we still have don't have an agreement, mm. then we run into the Bulls being in the playoffs. Right. And so are we going to blow off the Bulls in the playoffs, the NFL draft coming up, the first for this new regime, because we're going to go to a mid to late April spring training? I do I'll be surprised if we go. I hope I'm wrong, but
1: we'll see. Huh. Well, speaking of those Bulls, I want to go there with you next in uh, terrible, scary news that you laid out to us there on Baseball's Front. Trade deadline is tomorrow, though, in the NBA. Lots of names out there for the Bulls in an East that appears to be pretty wide open, certainly with the Nets' continued issues that they have out there. What's the latest on Chicago? What are you hear- hearing? And I saw one that had Harrison Barnes is that a guy that overly excite you?
0: Uh, yeah. I need rim protection if I'm the Bulls. I talked about this a lot this morning. I need rim protection in the form of somebody way better than Tony Bradley. Like Tony <laughs> Bradley is just, a, eh, he's okay.
3: Yeah.
0: It is what it is. I need Jakob Hurdle, somebody like that Robert Covington Uh, I would have loved to have had DeMontis Sabonis, but I'm not giving up on Patrick Williams at age 20 when I took him fourth last year and truly believe that he has a chance to be a star. I mean, not just a good player, a star. He can defend with those long arms at 6'8", 6'9". He's getting better as a perimeter player. He's 20 years of age. If you trade this guy, you're going to wake up when he's 24, 25, 26, and go, oh my God, what were we thinking to get DeMarcus Tabotas a really good player?
2: So's Tyrese but Halliburton.
0: I, yeah. I, I'm not willing to give up on Patrick Williams yet. Mm. I'm not. Cap, you wake up today,
2: and the, and the Bulls are a three seed in the East, which is kind of remarkable being where that they've been. Uh, and Trent just hit on it. It's kind of wide open. Or is it? Does it seem like, you know, that the Bucs are just waiting to flip that proverbial switch? Is Milwaukee, in your mind, the team to beat in the East?
0: They have to be. They're the defending champ. They've got the best player, other than Kevin Durant. So I guess they have to be. But I tell me who, besides Giannis. I like Chris Middleton. I wish he was on the Bulls. He's a really good player. But Chris Middleton, oh my God, so... The, the Jesus out of you. We're like, we can't beat them. Mm-hmm. It's it, not me. Good player. I love them, but I don't think that now. You look at Brooklyn, and you go, well, Harden could kill us. Irving could kill us. Durant is the best player in the league now. He could kill us. That that's scary. No mm-hmm. question. I think Miami's a really good team. I think Milwaukee's a really good team. But when I look at the East, Philadelphia, Joel Embiid. He's a beast. I have to get rim protection to have any chance at trying to, you're not going to stop him, but at least throw bodies on him and slow him down so I can keep Luchivich out of foul trouble. So I think the Bulls can come out of the East, but they have got to make a move, whether that's a buyout guy or a trade tomorrow and get some interior depth and then get everybody else that's out injured. Four guys, Derek Jones Jr., Alonzo Ball, Alex Russo, Patrick Williams they all have to return at close to 100%.
1: You mentioned the Sixers there, and Embiid, when he's right, it's Oof. incredible to watch. But Ben Simmons just is sitting there. And <laughs> Dude, not, not even practicing. Yeah, what do you do? You are been a coach, Cappy. What do you do in a situation like this that it just feels like it's so untenable and you've got a franchise-type player that won't play, that you can't get, and you're probably only going to get, what, 15 cents on, on the dollar for him How do you navigate this whole situation?
0: From a Ben Simmons perspective?
1: More from the organization's perspective.
0: Uh, How you deal with this is if you've made the decision in the organization that it's untenable and that we cannot have this guy back here, then you get as much as you can for him, you cut your ties, and you move on. Because much as I have said and many have said Boy, if I was an owner and a guy was going to screw me over like this, I would love to just say either you're playing here or good luck to you the rest of your life. I'll pay your contract. You're out. Uh, that's not the way businessmen think. So I fully expect that they will move him at some point. I was told by a friend of mine in the league that they did talk to Philly again, or excuse me, to New Jersey yesterday, Brooklyn about a Harden Ben Simmons deal. But they want more than mm-hmm. just Ben Simmons. They feel they're giving up the better, more stable player in James Harden. Does something happen by tomorrow? I... Something tells me that they're going to move him tomorrow. It's get the distraction out of here right. and get the best package we can get back for him, whether that's James Harden or someone else. I have no interest in putting Ben Simmons on my team. Mm-hmm. I thought he folded in the biggest moment last mm-hmm. year, yeah. and nope. now... It's everyone else's fault, not his? No.
2: No interest. Yeah, refused to shoot the basketball. Cap, you do a bunch of games in the Valley and have again this year. It's so tight at the top, right? The first four teams, Loyola, Chicago, of course, the Panthers, the Bulldogs, and uh, and most state, all within a game and a half of one another how's it going to shake out, Cap? In the end, will it be Loyola? Will the Ramblers prevail in the regular season and have to go to St. Louis, unfortunately, because it looks, again, like a one-big lead. But is it the, the teams you've seen, um, Loyola, any given night, the best team in the league?
0: Yes, Loyola is the best team in the league. Uh, it's unfortunate for the league that they're not going to be there after this year. But, yes, Loyola is the clear best team in the league because, in the end, They bring such veteran presence on the court. Lucas Williamson, and they got beef inside. Knight has moved into the starting lineup. They're a talented, really good team. They've got a guard, Braden Norris, who gives you great leadership. So, yes, I think that clearly Loyal is the best team. Does that mean they're going to automatically represent the league in the NCAA? Absolutely not. They can lose on any given night. It's a great confidence.
1: Great conference, and it's going to be a different conference as Loyola gets ready to depart for the A-10. Cap, have you seen the story right in your neck of the woods, UIC, who will be joining the Missouri Valley? They have been barred from competition now in the Horizon League conference tournaments and championships for the rest of the season as they're leaving the league. What an awful look for the Horizon League, and so vindictive, going after student-athletes. Want to play for an NCAA tournament bid? Sorry, people above you made a decision you can't. Just a terrible look. Have you seen that,
0: Cap? Yeah, we talked about it this morning because my partner, Jonathan Hood, is the voice of the UIC flame. Okay. Uh, I think that, the and I did the Horizon Conference Tournament tournament for 25 straight seasons. I haven't done it in the last few years. The league is not what it was. I'm more aligned with the Valley and the A-10. But I think that the commissioner, Julie Rolash, who's a very nice lady, I thought her decision to do this, is embarrassing for that league. You're going to take the $3 million penalty buyout, which UIC has agreed to pay, mm-hmm. and now you're going to take it out on student-athletes, and you're going to tell me that your league is all about the student-athletes. We want what's best for those men and women. That's B.F.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Cap, uh, I know that you uh, speak on behalf of PointsBet in the state of Illinois. What have you got cooking Super Bowl-wise? Have you made your pick, and is there one prop you are leaning towards more than others? Have you done your Super Bowl homework yet, Cap?
0: So I've done a lot of it. I haven't put in all my plays. I am playing the Rams. I do think they're going to win the game by 6 to 10 points. And I have money on Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey. Any one of those, and I think there's some real value on Von Miller. Excuse me, on uh, Jalen Ramsey. Like Larry Brown did it for the Raiders many years ago. Mm-hmm. I think there is real value mm-hmm. there. He's eighty to one to be the Super Bowl MVP. You're telling me with that pressure, yeah. he can't get a couple of picks and win a Super Bowl MVP? I'll tell you I think you're wrong.
2: Cuz he's garden chase for sure all over the field and, and Burrow's going to as you've seen the window has to be, it doesn't have to be very big for him to take that shot. You
0: might be onto something. That's a huge price. 80 to 1? Yes. One? You're telling me you can't throw people waste $20 at Starbucks in 2 days. You can't <laughs> throw 20 bucks at 80 to 1.
1: Yeah, give up the coffee habit. Let's get a sports betting. Habit, exactly. Right? How about a hundred to one on Evan go. McPherson? I'm with you. I'm I'm on the Rams side. But if Cincinnati wins it, nineteen seventeen, a walk off from McPherson. He's a hundred to one to win the MVP. I know it's a kicker. That one's at least winking at me. Anything there, Cappy?
0: I don't see it. I don't. I don't think you're gonna. Now again, if he makes, if they win the game. 15-14, He kicks five field goals, mm-hmm. including the game winner from fifty-five yards. Okay, maybe, but that's such a one in a million shot. I just don't see it. David Kaplan joining
2: us from Chicago. He's with us each and every Wednesday at eleven oh five Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors. Cap, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your week. We will talk to you in a week.
0: Thanks, Cap. Have a great day, guys, and to all your listeners. Always love being out with you.
2: Appreciate it, Cap. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan from Chicago. Uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. You know, I, I meant to, I, mean, I guess we should have, but I uh, didn't want to go too long. Do you see that, um, I don't know who posted it on Twitter. Come up with your five guys. People are starting to get the baseball jokes oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit again, right? And and I was on Twitter last night, and I'm seeing um, Kyle Hendricks is trending. And then Mark Pryor and Kerry Wood are trending and Jake Arrieta and John Lester. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. So some guy said, uh, posed this question on Twitter. Make your starting rotation for your team. Mm-hmm. Give me your five guys. And it really took off because pitchers and catchers report next week. Who's your who, your twins five guys? So let me try and guess a couple of your guys okay. that you would put on there. Well, you have to have Frank Viola. No doubt. You have to have Bert be home by
1: 11. He's hall of famer. Yes, he he's hall of famer. He's hall of famer. <laughs> you got him right. Yes, yeah. Lariano yes. for a year. Yes, if you get him at his apex, absolutely. So what year Trent, yep. was that? When he was wasn't he eleven and zero when he went to the All Star
2: game? Oh six, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Was it oh six? Yeah, he's eleven and zero, right? Yeah. So that's Johann.
1: three. Say, say oh, for sure, at. Santana, the lefty, right? Ratke? We're just talking to my generation. We're not Your going back generation. to the yeah. We yeah. can't go back to that. Radke beyond on there. Scott Erickson. Oh, Scotty at, Erickson was Again, so good. at his apex. And there's not a whole lot more. I mean, it's not an overly deep list that you're going through. Well, it would be Radke and Erickson for that fifth spot, right? Yes. Yeah, Santana for sure. Yeah.
2: You got another He's lefty Lariano. Another lefty. Yeah, that's a, 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 a... Viola's
1: a lefty. That's left-handed heavy. We're not talking Red Sox Viola either. We're talking 1987, oh, Frank. Yeah. Yes.
2: He was so good. Sweet music. Oh, he was so good. Um, Mine would be... For the Blue Jays. Yes. Okay. Dave Stieb yes. is my ace. Again, Apex, he was so good yeah, in those two Trent, seasons. He was unbelievable. Yeah. Um. I'm going to throw Jimmy Key in the two Love because it. I want a lefty. Uh-huh. Then my third starter is Doc Holiday. Uh-huh. This is salty. It does. It is a little... Now it gets a little tough. I would go Pat Hinken. Okay. 20-game winner. Cy Young winner. You gotta have Clemens, don't you? See, it was him or or Strowman, and if I'm putting Cle- Clemens, won two Cy Youngs with the Jays. Yeah, you
1: gotta put him in there.
2: I gotta put him in there. It's it's Clemens. Yeah, I was gonna say Strowman just because of you're this not Clemens. winning. This isn't to win a club. No, pass. This no, is, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> it's, win it's, games.
1: It's Roger. Yes.
2: Pretty, but it's a pretty cool exercise, regardless of your who your team is, right? Yeah, that's to fun. come up with it. Brandon Warren is the guy's name. He's got a blue checkmark on Twitter. And he got to put that out there and got a lot of response. Anyways, my baseball juices, Trent. It's that time. I did not like that talk with Cappy not. there. That... Is, is the agent that he spoke to, the response was, we'll see you in June. Yuck. June? Uh-uh.
1: No, 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 no. I love the NHL and NBA playoffs, but I need to supplement it with some baseball. Trent,
2: we can supplement it with the most popular thing that you and I have ever done in our careers. Restaurant radio. <laughs> oh oh man. man, sports shut down. What are we gonna do? Almost two years ago. It was. It was about two years ago, right? Yeah, because it was the it was conference tournament play, mm-hmm. and Iowa State played the last game in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hoiberg was sick as a dog. Yeah, looked awful. Thought there's a guy dying of COVID in front of our very eyes. Yeah. So we it, didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. Yes, he's dying. That's... So this must be what it is. Yeah, look at him. Poor SOB. Yeah,
1: it's over. He's not going to make it through the game. But it was flu. Um, yeah, it was about two years ago. Then we come in. We do the Friday show. St. John's is playing yes. Creighton. Yes. Creighton the one seed. St. John's the eight. And we got off early that day for some reason. Or maybe we didn't. We didn't. By... No, it, it was off at noon, but that game started at eleven. 11. Right Everybody the... else was pulled yep. off the floor, yep. except for those two teams. They play the first half. Yeah. And then they end that game, and you go home to watch the second half. I thought, holy crap. And you're watching a replay for the night before when St. John's played like DePaul, I think it was, in the eight yes. nine game. I'm thinking, well, what just happened here? I can't believe I've lost it this quickly.
2: <laughs> because I was talking about another game that I thought it would... Eh, anyways, who had? not it's, it's two years. My gosh. That was a wild time. All right, here's, the, here's the Diamondbacks. This, see, this is a really good idea mm-hmm. this kid came up with. We should have saved this for a slow day, but there are very few... Uh, the snakes, unit. Yep. Shilling. Uh huh. Granky. Yeah. Top three. Very salty. Robbie Ray. That's well.
1: You don't get Robbie Ray of today though. You get that no, Robbie Ray.
2: No. And uh, Ian Kennedy who won a pile of games one year, yeah. but the top three. I mean, I'll throw Clemens at you or, or, or uh, whoever, hankin at you. Um, your guys, you got a pretty salty mm-hmm. rotation. But the Snakes got a World Series 2001, did they not? Yes, indeed, they did. With a did. one-two punch. With a one-two punch, no doubt.
1: We will uh, hopefully give one of our listeners an opportunity here. We got somebody from Omaha that just won. Just got the email. You did. But not on KXNO. Another winner. Yeah, another another local winner. Another one for the state of Iowa, which is great. Yeah. Let's get one for KXNO. Come on. Oh, God. Uh, KXNO.com.
2: When you get there, enter the keyword deposit. Deposit. We love to deposit a grand in your account. How about that? Deposit. KXNO.com. Wade looking bill is next. Miller and Condon. By the way, Condon, 7 and 1 yep, yep. with his circa picks this week. 7 and
1: The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never-frozen wings, buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop. In Ankeny,
0: UrbandayLiveNation.com. Hi, I'm Mike Palm, president of Circa and proud graduate of Dubuque Waller. Circa Sports is excited to be offering a unique way to bet on the big game through our Circa Squares. We've all played in some version of Big Game Squares before. You pay $25, $50, $100, or even $500 per square and hope to draw good numbers. With Circa Sports Squares, you get to pick your own numbers and decide on your own price. Download the Circus Sports app at the App Store or Google Plus in Iowa and bet the big game from wherever you are watching. From
2: N.com. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Shame on you, Trent Condon. I'm throwing you under the
1: bus. All right, I need it. you how could you not put Jack Morris on your Twins? I told you I'm not feeling great. Maybe that's what it Maybe is. Maybe that's what I it know, is. I'm a little loopy because if you forget Jack Morris in that Game 7 performance. Trent, That was the best game ever pitched. Yeah. He went 10. Smoltz went
2: 9. He got the win. one nothing Jeez. on the walk-off. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, we should have saved that. Darn it. We'll get to it again. Yeah, I think we'll have to recycle that. That, that, is, that is a summer... Boy. That is a very nice June segment. Yeah, or after after basketball ends, because it sounds like baseball may not happen at least for a while. Anyways, by the way, Wade, looking Bill momentarily. Wade, uh, give me one minute. I forgot to promote Centurion Stone of Iowa. Centurion Stone of Iowa. They sponsor Cappy on a weekly basis. We're grateful to them for that. The website centurionstoneofiowa.com. dot com. Um, Natural stone, thin brick stone veneer, uh, over 200 different pattern, colors combinations. The showroom, you can find the showroom at 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Indoors, outdoors, if you have a need, Centurion Stone of Iowa, check out the website and then the showroom. You will be glad you did. Wade, looking, Bill, joins the program. As we talk about this conference, boy, was fun watching it last night. Michigan State goes down. Illinois was giving Purdue all that they wanted but let's start with the Hawks and let's start to with the with the sad news uh, Wade uh, good to speak with you as always uh from earlier this week the Thanks, Mas- uh, Mac McCoslin passed away obviously um you know your years at uh, at the University of Iowa Mac was there Larry Morgan was doing the games your
3: memories uh, Wade Yeah just just a just a terrible story you know or just a, just a sad ending I guess it's always Sad when the ends, and at 75, that's way too early. But Mac was a really good guy. I mean, just you know, he's a guy that he, he he loved basketball and he loved Iowa basketball, and you know, he spanned that generation where you know, kind of a kind of a walk on player back in his day, and then really got into TV pretty quickly after that. So he was around for multiple generations of, of players and teams into the. 80s when I played in 90s and then maybe even a little bit in the in the 2000s I kind of forget where when when everything ended but just something I you know I I heard that clip that you guys played last last
2: oh, night yeah, about yeah. Him,
3: or yesterday about him can you imagine a local TV station mm. broadcasting number one Indiana versus number nine right. Iowa yeah. you know, <laughs> locally lo, local TV yeah. and then, but like for for me even as a player and, and traveled with Mac and he did and he, and he and Larry were great they they did all our games. When I was in Iowa, but I most remember when I was a kid listening to him do the Iowa games because that was the only show in town. You know, there wasn't all the ESPN and the sports mm-hmm. networks. It, it was Iowa basketball, and you were so excited when it's you know thirty below outside to to watch something. And then you know if you enjoy basketball and enjoy that, it was just it, it was it was a really neat thing to experience. And just so sad for his family.
1: Great guy, fun to talk hoops with, and uh, those road trips, I, I can only imagine. Uh, speaking of road trips. Oh, you
3: know, Zobel, yeah, Gogh, yeah. I mean, just was craziness,
1: yeah. And they're all on your plane, right?
3: Yeah, yep. So we would know, fly to Cedar Rapids. So when we played at Indiana, let's say, on a Thursday, you go to class Wednesday morning, supposedly, hopefully. <laughs> go to class, meet, meet at the arena, bags are packed, you get on the bus. And you go to Cedar Rapids, and, and on that bus is again Zobel, Ron Gonder, you know Mac Jeez. and Larry, um, you know some press. I think it was you know, looking press, back, I yeah, really didn't yeah. pay attention to it, but I can remember. So that, then you go to Indiana, and you you, you go right to you know uh, uh, to the basketball arena, practice, come home, and there were many times I can remember you know coming back after our team meal and just kind of walking by the bar, you know, <laughs> and just. Zobel's holding cord. And again, you're a kid, you don't really right. pay much attention to it, but Zobel's telling the story how he ran against Jesse Owen. Yeah. You know, in the Quad Cities for the you know, for the hundredth time or something. Yeah. I Forgot his up.
2: wallet in the room. Just,
3: just, yeah, just a different era. And, you know, Mac and Larry and those guys are kind of that you know, still that connection that we all have a little bit. Yeah, it's
1: awesome. Those road trips are always intriguing to me. So thinking back upon that time, you're still a young guy in college. You, you don't want to go out, do something. Was there ever a time where you guys were able to sneak away night before a game, go out, have a couple of pops, maybe uh, wink at a couple of girls? Did it ever happen, hmm. or was you guys just completely on lockdown in every single one of those road trips?
3: Yeah, so it, it never happened before a game. But but once in a while, we would stay, like, I can remember, like, my, well, it was ironic, my, my freshman year at Carolina, and then my senior year at Duke, which was Chris Street's last game, those were both, like, Saturday games, and we, we couldn't get home, so we stayed Saturday night, so we'd go out and run around and all that good stuff. <laughs> but ne- never the day before the game, I can honestly say, you know, it, we just, you know, something where we, we'd we practice and come back and watch film, and there'd be a team meal, so you wouldn't get back to the hotel to shut down till probably 9 or 9.30, and it was a business trip. But 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 once in a while, we would stay... You know, could just logistically, we couldn't get home, and then we'd go out and have have good
2: time. Uh, Hawks really needed that win over Minnesota this uh, this past weekend, yeah, this past Sunday. again. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And for the first 20 minutes, it looked like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it, that uh, that Minnesota's going to pick them up, and this will be a bad loss. What happened, Wade? What happened in that final? About 18 minutes or so, that man, they yeah. just took over.
3: It just was something, I think it was a combination of, Minnesota was not good. They were not good those last fifteen minutes, which really helped Iowa. And Iowa, they do just enough. Whether it's you know Keegan or or whoever it is, you know he he had a nice little run there. And the thing with Iowa, you know that that's gonna really help them this last month. They average eighty two points a game and only like nine turnovers, nine turnovers. So they don't turn it over very much. And they weren't great against Minnesota from the line, but they shoot free throws really well. So just, it's just little things like that when you're a team trying to get a road win tomorrow at Maryland, you know, or trying to get a win somewhere, those things are going to help them. But it just was something where Minnesota's. you know, I, I think whether it's Minnesota, Iowa State, or those teams that are transfer heavy, they're just kind of fading. I think Memphis is a mess, even, even with Michigan with all their new players, they're a borderline tournament team. It's just, you have to have some cohesiveness, and I think Iowa does have that.
1: Patrick McCaffrey has seemed to grow in the last couple of games, and Offense has never really been a problem for him. He's a talented scorer, but he's route, rebounding the ball better. And, and the basketball is coming out of his hand quicker. A lot of times it felt like offense would kind of stick. He'd get it up top and he'd hold it and wait to do something. feels like the game is slowing down. When does that light bulb come on for players? And and seeing that kind of involvement out of a guy that certainly has ta- talent, Patrick McCaffrey. Yeah,
3: I mean, Pat, when you see Patrick in, in, in person, he, he looks like a... It's like Keith Van Horn. He'll play an NBA player, six nine and a half, and long and athletic, and can finish, you know, at the rim. Um, I think with Patrick is that sometimes early in games, the, the first or second shot he takes is a three, and he's he's good from three, but but not great. I think he's getting better, but I like him better. Shot fake, go to the basket, try to hit that runner, try to get a foul. You know, if you can see that ball go through the basket, I think that really sets the tone for him. You know, get it, get a put back or something. He's just so good on the press with that length. He just, he's just like Wieskamp was last year, Not maybe not quite as athletic or quite as good as shooter, Joe, but he's three inches taller. And he's got a chance. You know, He 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 was really good against um, Minnesota this last weekend, again, rebounding. And they're going to need 15-6, and 14-7 from him every night this last month.
2: Uh, your thoughts on Joe Toussaint coming uh, off the bench. He only played six minutes, and none of those six yeah. minutes were in the final 20 minutes. Your thoughts on Toussaint?
3: I don't know. I mean obviously that came from Fran. That was not sure. anything that these coaches did. I think they go the same way Friday. You know I mean I mean Thursday. I, I think if you know, if if you win that way, you know, Hannah played thirty six minutes, which was you know, again mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 just really interesting. I thought Aaron Ewlis was really yeah, good. Too. You know, him and Perkins you know those guys are, are limited, but but they're big and strong. I'd say that, and that's the thing with Maryland. They got six five, six four guards that are dudes. I mean, they are strong. That Ayala kid can score. Um, and that's not a great matchup for for Jordan. I think Joe's better than that, but I like Joe. I I I think he guards. He just gets so crazy on the fast break sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then and, and like Jordan was only two for seven. You know, he didn't. He didn't go, you know, two for 13 or something, but they got to get him going. I, I, I think the lineup is kind of the least of the worries. Do you guys know, is, is, is Connor supposed to play third deck, There's a third? good
2: chance, apparently, yep. yes.
3: Okay. Well, I thought Peyton Sanford was pretty good. I did, too. You know, yep. you where know, gets four and two in 25 minutes, you just, you just need more, you know, from those guys because you can't rely on. Like, I, I think when I played Maryland earlier, Keegan had like 35 or something, <laughs> one of his, you know, early keegan-like games and this the thing with iowa is if is if keegan gets 25 to 30 they're they they're probably going to win and if he gets you know 18 to 20 it's it's going to be a coin flip he did get that's,
1: 35 uh, yeah. 35 yeah. january 3rd yeah two sound that game had nine points nine assists yeah
3: yeah and th- again it's a good matchup for him against mm-hmm. big strong east coast type of guards and that's what joe is
1: yeah uh, one final thing tony perkins got the start didn't play great. We've seen glimpses out of TP, but he's now just one of his last 20 from the three-point line. When a guy's struggling like that behind the arc, what can he say, Wade?
3: Yeah, I, again, a little bit like Patrick McCaffrey. You just got to get a steal, get a layup, get a putback, you know, get something going offensively. And you just, you know, work on your shot in May and June and July. You know, right now you've got a guard, you got you got a rebound, and you got to get you know, steals and, and easy baskets and let other guys kind of do this stuff. But he's not bad off the dribble, you know, but that shot is just – and, again, this is a grind. You're talking about basketball. It's been three or four months of practices and all this stuff. It gets to be a grind this time of year. You just got to fight through it. Um, this is a tough trip, though. This this is a long trip, the long flight. All those things, I think, kind of play into that road game type of thing. Um, but this is one – you know, when you look at trying to get to 10-10 and 10, – this is one Iowa could get, and they they stubbed their toe against Penn State. That was again they should have had double overtime. The thing with Iowa again, it's not even Thursday night. They got to beat somebody. They got to beat Ohio State. And I forget the schedule how it goes, but they got to beat Ohio State on the road, or or beat Michigan at home, or Michigan State at home. They, they have to get a, a quality win. They can't just beat. Nebraska twice, and Northwestern twice. They have to beat an actual quality team, which they haven't all year.
2: Wade looking Bill joining us. Wade, great stuff. Thank you. We will uh, talk with you next week. Do you have a Super Bowl pick? (laughs) Is that this Sunday? Is that
3: coming up? Um, You know, I think it's – let's go with the Rams, the home team. I think they're just – that defense. Aaron Donald is – he might be the the best player in football. I mean, you just watch him, and he just – he is unlike anybody else out there. So, let go with the Rams. Good yeah. stuff,
2: Wade. Thank you. We'll talk to All you right, next man. week. Take Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Go Hawks. Thank yeah. you. Good right. to talk to you. Wade-looking, Bill, is we talk a little Iowa, a little Big Ten, a lot of stuff with Wade. Good stuff from Wade. Uh, we'll take our final timeout. Trent, again, is 7-1 and one this week in his plays of the of the day. He's got a four-pack coming up. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station. Six- 1-800-BETS-OFF.
1: Guys, are you looking for an easy excuse to be on the couch watching college hoops during the best two days of March? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it. Fifty-six, giving new customers fifty-six to one odds on either team. Bet just five dollars or more, get two hundred and eighty in free bets if your team wins. And if you're not a new customer, we can still get involved with all of those props.
2: DraftKings Sportsbook has such a wide range of props throughout the big game. You can take your shot at winning some cash by predicting a, a non-quarterback going to throw a touchdown. They've got receiving over/under totals for for everybody. Uh, will there be fourth down conversions? And if so,
1: how many total yardage? So much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code KXNO and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet $5 or more. Get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, promo code KXNO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? In Ankeny market homeowners have two questions what's the best time to rent out my home and what's the best way to do it the best time is when you're moving, relocating combining households, inheriting a house or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore, the best way to rent hire renter's warehouse, whether you have one home or a property portfolio renter's warehouse does the work so you don't have to, they perfectly price your property so you don't have to they find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to and for a small flat monthly fee their professional landlords manage your property 24 7 so you don't have to collect the rent you don't have to maintenance inspections and tax paperwork you don't have to there's no upfront fees no binding contracts and you can cancel at any time find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com that's renterswarehouse.com Renters Warehouse des moines you can't buy happiness on kxno Back to Miller and Condon
2: on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day, presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Trent's Play of the Day coming up momentarily, or Plays of the Day. Again, he's 7-1 so far this week. We had our Drake caller alert us again. Yes. We're uh, grateful to that, uh, that the most State-Drake game uh, yes, it's on ESPN Plus, but it's also being carried on Bally Sports Midwest, exactly. 671 on DirecTV, and calling the game will be... Mitch Holtis. How about that? Along with Emenecker. and Oh, that's a pretty good crew. Wonder yes. if those,
1: So before or after, are they going to stop at Papa John's? Mm, I don't know. What about Jethro's to get an m ecker sandwich? Yeah, that, their choices. He's got lunch and dinner.
2: m ecker will be trying to get Holtis to uh-huh. go to Jethro's. Holtis will be saying, no, 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 let's go for the Zah. Uh, good stuff. Well, Drake, what's the number in that game tonight? It is two and a half or three. It's an important game. Huge game. Huge game. And for both
1: teams. mostly didn't shoot it well against Loyola on Sunday, watched a little bit of that game. But Drake's waiting for him. Oh. And I'm going to lay the two and a half. Is this part of your place? It is. This is part of the four pack for today. Lay them on us. Doggies, minus two in the hook. Pick number two, also in the valley. Another big one tonight. Bradley is kind of that fifth team. Yep. Talk about the big four. They're Mm -hmm. the fifth and pretty solidly on their own, the fifth team. They got Loyola coming in. Back to back roadies for the Ramblers. It's a tight number, just five. Something stinks here. I'm going to grab Bradley and the five with pick number two. Pick number three. We'll start early, six o'clock. This is uh, FS1 Xavier at Seton Hall. Xavier, I just—they've been so inconsistent here over the last few weeks. Seton Hall's been really good at home. I'm going to lay the points. Give me Seton Hall to finish it up, and then the easiest pick on the board. Oh, Rutgers at home. Yeah, and and I'm getting three and a half against Ohio State. All and that's day long.
2: early on BTN. Yes, another uh, six at o'clock the there. sandwich shop. Rutgers hosting Ohio State. Rutgers at home, right? And they're it's... a different
1: team. Different Automatic. Team.
2: Michigan State got beat there
1: this past weekend. But throttled. Yep. They were taken out of that game mm-hmm. quickly, and it just continued throughout. Boy, they are a different team at home. Isn't it crazy? Yeah.
2: Speaking of Rutgers, uh, I see that uh, the Big Ten announced the... Uh, Nebraska at Rutgers football game mm-hmm. has been moved to a Friday night. Oh, really? Like uh, I think it's the same weekend where fall schedule-wise as Iowa Maryland did last year. Ah, gotcha. Rutgers Huskers drew the short straw this year <laughs> and will be Friday night. Murph and Andy in an hour and five minutes. The fanatics at three. I'm guessing Heinz and Petey tonight. Or what else do we have? We got Iowa State women. Do you know? What is today? The ninth Nothing on the calendar. On. So it must be Cyclone yes. Radio will be on at six. We're Miller and Connor weekdays, 10 to noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.